So I have had just about enough of people making fun of our president, Joe Biden, Joseph Biden. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Robinetti, or is it Robinette? I don't know. I just pulled it up on Wiki during that little break there. Uh, but who cares? He's the best president ever. He's the best person ever to sit in the Oval Office. And, you know, he was born and raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania, too, and then later moved to Newcastle, Delaware. Does that make a difference? No, it doesn't. So what we're going to do is I am sick and tired of the right just attacking our wonderful president, Joe Biden. The 46th president of the United States was once a vice president as well. And I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of the right going after the left. We're going to, uh, we're going to dispel some of these rumors. So let's play a little video clip here of uh, a listener that sent it over to us. And, uh, and harassment against women in America. We have to just change the culture, period. And keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. Okay, well... He clearly wasn't talking about the punching that had to do with anything to do with the violence there. I mean, okay, he had a gaff, ha, ha, ha. But it's just, it's typical Biden and his jokes, and he's just a funny guy. All right, we're not even going to go over that one. I mean, there was no violence there, and he wasn't punching at anyone, and it was just the first word that came to his mind. But uh, that was pretty funny on Joe Biden to come up with that uh, that hilarious little bit there. Let, let's, let's go to the next video. How do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? Number one, Iowa's a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? What? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're, now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, so lying dog-faced pony soldier. Yeah, that's kind of a joke. If you're from Newcastle, I, I would imagine that's kind of the lingo down in Newcastle, and, you know, he's just trying to be funny again, <laughs> classic Joe, with his comedy, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a little rough, he's a little rough, I don't even know what that is, it's probably something nice, probably, you know, at the end of the day, just means, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're a good person, you're a good person, and, uh, you know, well, maybe you like a pony or two, I don't know, let's get to the next one. So a couple things happened there, and I think it was misunderstood. First, he clearly, uh, the guy, I don't know if his name was Pat, but he accidentally called him fat. I mean, that happens. You, you put the F in front of a P. If his name was Pat, I don't know. What was his name? His name was John. Oh, okay. Well, it happens. You know, maybe he thought he looked like a friend of his or something. You know, the same jawline. Who knows? So, brush that off. Clearly, he wasn't, you know, I mean, he's a busy man. He meets a lot of people, right? So, that clearly happened. And then, um, the man appeared to be younger than Joe Biden. And then Joe Biden responded that, hey, because this guy said, or we'll say, we'll call him Pat. I don't want to call him Fat. I mean, he was a, he was a portly man, so I don't know if that was a, a slip or not, but either way, 
we're going to say his name was Pat and then um, his name was John. Well, okay, whatever. Let's move on. And the, the booth is telling me in my ear that that was his name. I don't know. So he said that he was too old to vote for Joe Biden. And rightfully so. Joe doesn't want that kind of trash voting for him. Clearly, the, the person was a Republican. Clearly. Now, this next clip, Joe clearly, once again, explains why um, the Second Amendment... The fact Amendment, is, if you're going to take on the government, you need an F-15 with Hellfire missiles. Okay, he is trying to explain, before the sound booth seemed to cut me off there, um, why the Second Amendment is completely useless. There's no way an AK-47 is going to take care of you if, the, if you're going to take on, you worry about the government coming down, knocking down your door. We never. So the government is clearly the winner in all this. And he says, hey, listen, uh, you know, you don't need your guns because we're, we're going to, you know, we'd bomb you. We'd bomb you and, uh, you know, maybe drive a tank through your living room like your AK-47 isn't going to matter. It doesn't matter. So why does it matter? Why does it matter? said you, you could own any weapon at all. You can't have a magazine that has more than 10, 10 rounds in it. Okay, so clearly he understands the idea that, you know, you, you only allowed 10 bullets. You know, even though it shouldn't make a difference because he'll, they'll just nuke you. They'll, they'll blow up your house. No, we don't want you to have 10 more bullets. You know, who are you, what are you going to do with it? Maybe it's a supply constraint issue. Maybe he's trying to conserve the environment by making sure people don't have, regardless of his reason, he's, he's, he's the government. I mean, Joe's the government. Shouldn't we just bow down? And if they only want you to have one bullet, that's all you should have. I mean, I mean, of course it's only the legal law abiding citizens that get affected by all of this, but that's who should be affected. I mean, why try, we can't control criminals. Criminals are going to do whatever they want. Right? They're going to riot and destroy things, and we'll just let them get away with it. You know, I think it's the right thing to do. You know, we got we to gotta get our money from somewhere, and if it's the criminals aren't going to pay for it, why not get the law-abiding citizens to pay for it, right? Let's go to the next clip. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Okay. That's our motto. We choose Truth over facts. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't choose truth over facts? I don't know. Tell us about it, because I don't know anybody that chooses truth over facts or doesn't choose truth over facts. I mean, who needs facts when you have the truth? I mean, it just makes so much more sense that way. Okay, so this next clip is just him really trying to captivate the audience. That I mean, that's all this is. It's not... Any kind of creepiness as they're saying, oh, creepy Joe Biden. But this is clearly, when you watch it, and if you watch it multiple times, it's just Joe being Joe. I mean, he's he's just trying to draw you in and, and really get you to pay attention to what he's saying, as, as most good leaders do. Here you go. Here's Joe Biden. Employers can't find workers. I said, yeah, pay them more. Lean in, Joe. This is an employee's Employees bargaining chip now. What's happening? I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. That's a lot of money. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential this week for child care. The bill on the environment. Why would I not be for it? 
Okay. So clearly he's gonna he wants you to really pay attention to the fact that hey, listen, I'm getting you some cash, you know, I'm getting you some some coin there. And you know, he leaned in. He leaned in. He was getting your attention. You know, he, he's, uh, you don't even see the best Hollywood actors do that. I mean, that was just an attention grab. I mean, uh, that's all that it was. Okay, so the next one is there was a lot, a lot of hoopla, a lot of huff and puff being made about his, uh, some of the comments he made at the G7. Now, this man, I, I mean, our great leader flew all the way across the world, had to prepare to meet with other leaders who, you know, let, let, let's be honest, I mean, I don't even want to bring this into the picture, but he's no spring chicken. But I mean, he, he acts and looks and talks like a spring chicken, but you know, I, some of us have trouble getting out of the bed in the morning and we're half that man's age, right? What is he? 95 now? How, what, what, how, how old is he? Anybody, anybody know? Oh, okay. 78. Okay. 78. Well, either way. Oh no, he's got a November birthday. That's great. Right around, uh, Right around Thanksgiving there. It's the 20th, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, anyway. So, this next one. They're, they're, oh, he, they're always complaining that, oh, why is... who who Who's Joe Biden getting into trouble all the time? First of all, anybody that's married out there has got to know anything that you do, especially if you're uh, a man, or as we like to say now, a he, him, then he, you, you, you're reporting to your, your, your she, her. You know, I mean, if you're married, your she, her is going to pretty much be the boss. I mean, that's kind of how it works. And I'm pretty sure, you know, Dr. Jill, um, you know, she's, she's doing her, she, she, she's really the, the, uh, the, the brains behind the operation. I would say, I don't know. I don't know. You, you listen, you, you, you tell me who he thinks he's talking about. I'm leaving out a lot of people here. I apologize. I'm going to get in trouble. But anyway, we'll get back to that. But um, uh, we, um, uh, you know, there's a lot that uh, that is, is, is happening. Okay, so, you know, he is focused on so many things. I mean, he's got to go through a list in his brain of about a million things he's probably focused on and you can't fit all that on the little card in his pocket and he tries to keep up with all the stuff but come on he's the president of the united states and he's got so much on his plate to run our wonderful country um you know and and, and then they ask him you know questions i mean come on come on let's let's go to the next video police chief murray of the baltimore uh, uh excuse me police chief merritt police chief Murphy, Paul of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We hold these truths self-evident that all men and women, we haven't lived up to it completely, but we've always widened the, the arc. Well, widened the arc. What's the big deal with saying that? And he, so he fumbled on somebody's name. Murphy's a hard name to remember. It's, you know, if you'd just seen it for the first time, I mean, you didn't, weren't too, you know, uh, too familiar with it. You know, got to slow down and take a, you know, it's like when you get one of those names, you know, that you, you, that come out and you, you get a new name that you haven't seen before or said before, and you don't want to embarrass the person. I mean, you know, if you haven't seen Murphy before, then, you know, it's, it's a new one to you. It's a new one to you. Let's, let, let, let's keep going. Of commitment and included more and more people. Those who say the blood of, the, the blood of patriots, you know, 
and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water in the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there are never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. See, it keeps going back to this. You're not going to beat the government unless you got F-15s and nuclear weapons. You're just not. So, you know, you can take your AKs, keep your 10 bullets, but we're not going to give you 20 bullets because you just would waste them. Use 10, you know, you realize at that point you can't defend yourself against a nuke. You just can't. You know, and he stumbles a little bit on the words. You know, he's like I said, his brain's going a mile a minute. He's got so many things going on. Vladimir Putin laughed at the suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? <laughs> Answer the first question. <laughs> <laughs> Old Joe again, <laughs> laughing in the face of, of tyranny. Like, you know, they're sitting there and they're, they're trying to beat him up with the questions. And I bet you. I mean, it doesn't look like people are saying this was planned answer. Like it was like, you know, you're going to be asked about this. What were you going to do, Joe? And, you know, Joe just off the cuff, you know, old Joe saying, hey, <laughs> you know, who cares? You know, just because Vladimir Putin drives around on a horse, you know, with his, with his pecs hanging out. Um, you know, Joe's not going to do that. Joe's a more respectable. He's got, he's got better important more important things, more more important places to be, and uh, more important things to do. Let's play the next one. And Mayor Daniel and Mayor Daniela Levine Cava of Miami Dade. Well, you've already heard my explanation on this, but uh, it's just another name. It's just another new name. He really wanted to get it right, and you know maybe the teleprompter you know had a mistake in it because uh, you know sometimes those things get a little glitchy. And you can't always read them clearly. So, and, you know, it, it is what it is. He's just, you know, it's a name. Big deal. Let's see what we got up next. All men and women created by, go, you know the, you know the thing. Yeah, so I mean, we know the thing. Why, why, why does he have to go through the whole thing all over again? You know? So, if anything today, hopefully we've summed up that uh, Joe Biden probably going to go down in history if he's not already the best uh, president that we've ever had. I just can't wait until he gets into his second term. What is he going to do? Uh, he's a job creator. He loves infrastructure. He loves giving money out to the people. And uh, he's a people person, right? He's definitely a, a people person. So um hope everybody enjoyed this episode. We're kind of you know, I, I just was fed up. I was fed up and I was tired. And hopefully everybody enjoys this episode. One last speech, which is, I feel, probably one of President Biden's best speeches. Well, I guess I, I'll let you be the judge. Let's, let's cue it up here. I learned. I learned a lot. And I learned that uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area. And I was one of the guards. And there were a lot of, it was a three meter board. And you fell off sideways, you landed on the damn, uh, the darn cement over there. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did, yeah, he, and back in those days, you show how things had changed. One of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. 
And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. Well, he came off, and he said, I'll meet you outside. My car, this was mostly, these were all public housing behind it. My car, there was a gate out here. I parked my car outside the gate. And I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He was waiting for three guys in straight razors. Not a joke. There was a guy named Bill Wright, Mouse, the only white guy, and he did all the pools. He was the mechanic. And I said, what am I going to do? He said, come down here in the basement where mechanics, where, where, where all the pool filter is. You know, the chain, there used to be a chain that went across the deep end. And he cut off a six-foot length of chain. He folded up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. I said, you kidding me? He said, no, if you don't, don't come back. And he was right. So I walked out with the chain. And I walked up to my car. And they had, they, those days, you used to remember the straight race, you'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. And I looked at them, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said, when I tell you to get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again. But I shouldn't have called you, Esther Williams. I apologize for that. I apologize, but I didn't know that apology was going to work. He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that, not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor, and my heart began to beat again. I came down here because I remember the first bumper sticker I saw. And that is clearly, I mean, in my opinion, one of the best Joe Biden speeches that will go down in history. Um, it, it, infamous. And he, you know, hey, it, how could you say he is not the best president this country best leader this world has ever seen if you have any of these wonderful clips of our wonderful president and you want me to share them or review them or just bring them to light and, and so, so so that we get this behind us and we all unite as one behind this wonderful man and uh i'd love to talk about them so if you like what we do here you can always buy me a cup of coffee i don't ask for much i like it just the way joe biden likes it black uh, with nothing in it. So just give it to me, um, down in the link below. You can, you could do that. And, uh, you know, who knows, but next week we're going to be back, um, with our regular scheduled program, the two clever mafia podcast. Check us out at www.twoclevermafia.com. And, uh, and we'll go from there. We'll go from there. I am your host, two clever mafia. And that is all I have to say about that. Bye-bye for now.